Capital Market Insights from ICMA. The Asian International Bond Markets, Development and Trends. I'm Mushtaq Kapasi, Chief Representative for Asia Pacific for ICMA. And I'm Yanxing Jia, Associate Director, Asia Pacific for ICMA. On 29th of March, ICMA published the report, The Asian International Bond Markets, Development and Trends. This is the third edition of an annual report providing global market stakeholders with an updated overview of market development and analysis of market events through the end of 2022. Looking at the primary markets, the year 2022 was challenging for international bond markets in Asia. The interest rate hikes by many central banks around the globe, geopolitical tensions, and sectoral credit events together contributed to the end of more than a decade of issuance growth for international bonds in Asia. The annual issuance volume of international bonds in Asia declined 44% from the record value of over 610 billion US dollar in 2021 to 346 billion US dollar in 2022, near the level in 2015. Looking at the international issuance in Asia by deal nationality, China accounted for 33% in 2022 and continued to be the largest source of issuance, followed by Japan and South Korea. International issuance volume by South Korean issuers remained relatively resilient compared with other jurisdictions, with 40 billion US dollar in 2022, only a 25 decrease from 2021. Green social sustainability and sustainability-linked bonds, altogether sustainable bonds, followed the overall trend and also experienced a decline in insurance amount by 22% to 80 billion US dollar in 2022. But its portion in all international issuance in Asia rose from 16% to 23% evidencing the attractiveness of sustainable bonds as a financing instrument for issuers. Behind the headline numbers, issuers confronted with higher cost of issuing bonds in G3 currencies last year tended to diversify into other funding sources, including bank loans and the domestic bond markets, and tap the international bond market with shorter tenor, waiting for more clarity on rate hike schedules. Meanwhile, Investors indicated they remain generally interested in Asian G3 credits, but have become more vigilant on pricing and credit risk. Despite the unfavorable factors affecting the bond markets in Asia, there have been increasing efforts to test out the application of innovative technologies and promote digitalization in Asia bond markets. And now we look at the secondary markets. As with the primary market, the Asia International Secondary Bond Market faced a confluence of headwinds over the course of 2022. Interview participants suggest that secondary market conditions were challenging, particularly in some segments, with overall traded volumes lower than 2021 and with regular episodic spates of illiquidity and heightened price volatility. Interviewees suggest that reduced liquidity, as seen in lower secondary market volumes, is in part a response to higher yields and widening credit spreads, which increase uncertainty for investors and risks for market makers. 
This can also be attributed to a reduction in primary market activity. Interviewees note that as a result of large moves and heightened volatility, some secondary market liquidity providers suffered meaningful losses in the first half of 2022, which had repercussions for the market for the remainder of the year. Interviewees comment that the use of electronic venues to transact in the secondary market continues to become more entrenched, particularly for smaller trade sizes and in more liquid investment grade names, which much of this being driven by efficiencies. In the past 12 months, we have also seen a growth in the adoption of protocols other than RFQ or request for quote, including all to all and portfolio trading. Interviewees suggest that liquidity in both the Asia cross-border repo market and the index CDS market held up well during the market moves of 2022. Liquidity in the single name CDS market, however, continues to wane. Looking ahead, interviewees are starting 2023 more optimistic, both with respect to the primary and secondary markets. More stability in the microeconomic outlook and a sense that the worst is behind us with respect to the Chinese property sector and the opening up of China's economy post-COVID are expected to provide a more stable footing for the market in the month ahead. While noting that significant uncertainty remains, not least around geopolitical risks. If you have any questions or feedback, please email us at APAC at icmagroup.org. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. For more ICMA podcasts and further information on capital markets, please visit our website, icmagroup.org.